Welcome to episode one of Bindu Business Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Leon Makadi. So on the first episode today, I've got uh, Mr. Adolf Nechu Ukwi here. Uh, the man of many talents. Uh, he's also into video. Uh, he's a journalist. Uh, he's also uh, a property mogul in Soweto. Uh, Mr. Adolf is also, well, there's a whole lot of stuff that he does, but uh, I'll give it over to him. So, Mr. Adolf, how are you today? Uh, doing well, thanks, and you? Um, good, thanks. So, tell us about uh, about yourself. Like, what do you do, and yeah, where do you come from? Um, my name is Adolf. Uh, many knows me as Ndivuo. Some call me Nech. Um, I was born and bred in Kakango. Um, it's a small village, uh, which is 25 kilometers away from Toyando. Um, coming to what I do, um, when I come to Jobek first time, I was uh, working at um, um, under Department of Water Affairs and Forestry, but in a um, in a project called Working for Water Project. I think I've worked there for six months, and then after six months, I shifted, and then I started working in a hotel. And in the hotel, I was employed um, as a garden boy for. About two to three months. How old were you? I think I was at an early uh, 19. I think it's Garden Man by then. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So I've worked for about two to three months, but uh, I was not interested um, being um, a garden boy by then because I was looking for something that would give me a challenge. Then I approached my boss and then asking them if there's something that they can give maybe which will also help me to impart my knowledge in some, uh, some other areas in the hotel. However, there was no space for me. And then uh, I worked for, for the first week, and then um, the week after, I decided to quit. Um, I had a small camera, yes. and then I decided to quit, and then I became a street photographer. They then called me back again into the hotel to say, you know what, um, you can come back, we'll look for something else uh, for you. And then that's when uh, I become a scullery, and then I worked as scullery, and then so I've worked in many divisions in the hotel. So I didn't have a specific role where I would say I'm a scullery. I would work in the bar, I would work in the kitchen. So they kept on shifting me okay. um, around the hotel, and then I've worked in a hotel for about a year and six months. Uh, I decided to quit um, after having an interview at military. And then I went and joined um, military in 2007. The SANDF? Yeah, the SANDF. 2007. Yeah, 2007, where I do my uh, two-year basic uh, military training. And then after my two-year military uh, training, and then that's where I came back to Johannesburg, um, working at uh, 21-Sai Infantry Battalion, which is based in Doronkop. Okay. Yes. And um, I know you've done a couple of businesses. So when did you start getting into business, except for the street photography that you did? Uh, I wouldn't really say uh, when did I start because growing up, uh, I've been the person who have been doing stuff like business related, and then I wouldn't even say um, uh, I was doing uh, what kind of a business. But anything that comes, as long as it has money, and then, uh, and then I will definitely jump in. Okay. Yes. So, but uh, to do a 
professional business. I think I've started with a photographic company where I owned a company called um, Photolingo Images. Yeah. And then I've worked, um, I've done business uh, um, at Photolingo. And then I till I decide that I need to do property. Oh. So there was a lot of ideas in me. So I don't know uh, whether to say photography, but even property was also part of the plan that I want to uh, at least do property. Uh, one of the good days then property. I actually started in 2009, uh, but you know, finances has always been a problem. So I kept, uh, I kept on working and working and working trying to get funding and then until I actually started in 20, I would say 2016. But however, my first property, I've been renting it all, 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 all along. But by then, uh, it, I was just renting it, not in the form of business because I couldn't afford to pay the property okay. uh, by then. Okay. And uh, I think the most recent business that you're also doing, uh, which is what we're actually going to touch uh, up on a lot, is uh, Niche Grill. Yes. Yes. Uh, when did you start with that one? Uh, Niche Grill started like just um, immediately after COVID. Um, that's where we, we have actioned it because um, my wife lost a job and then I thought uh, maybe it would... Uh, uh, maybe that, that, that would be the business which will uh, quickly uh, uh, pick up. Uh, however, the idea was always there of which I was supposed to start somewhere in 2018, 2019, but I didn't do anything about it based on the capacity because my focus was mainly into property but not into, mm. into, into, into um, a niche grill. Wasn't that a challenging time, considering that businesses were closing during COVID? Well, we're still in lockdown now, but wasn't it a bit of a challenge, considering the lockdown regulations and everything that was happening? It was a challenge, uh, because who were you going to sell to? But what we did, we kept on practicing different receipts during COVID while we were not doing anything sitting at home. So it was me and this other guy, then we would keep on trying different a recipe. So basically I would say uh, during uh, COVID we were just busy trying to get the receipts and stuff as to okay what can we do as soon as the country opens and then this is what we'll start selling, this is what we'll start uh, uh, doing into the business. Okay and how has the reception been in the community because uh, I understand Nature Grill is more of a Shisanyama right? Yes. Mm, so I know there's a bit of competition there there are informal traders as well who are doing the same thing. Yes. So how has that affected your business? Uh, it has affected our business because, um, okay, we just, at first when we start, we're just using a price stand. So we didn't have uh, much of resources because remember, in order for you to get a proper setup, um, you, need, um, you need money to buy uh, like the proper setup. Whereas some of the guys, they've been selling around the area and they are known. You are just a new uh, 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 person who is starting something new also in the area. And then so it will be difficult for people just to come and support you. Because people will just come and pass and then would normally sell maybe less than 10 chickens a day, of which it was a challenge. Remember, um, money has been used there. Yeah. Uh, um, I, mean, I mean, for buying stock, charcoals and other stuff, the person who is working. You must still pay the person. Okay. So how do you pay a person uh, while you're selling maybe three or four chickens a day? 
it, it becomes a challenge. So at the end of the day, you as an owner, you become an all-rounder. You have to finance the business, even if the business is not making money. Um, you need to make sure that the person who is working, he gets his money. Whether uh, the business is not making money, or, 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 yeah. or yes. So that has been a challenge because um, from that point, sometimes you will even realize that it's better to close the business and, and, and think of something else. But you didn't close the business, No, Why you didn't keep close the business, you know, um, as a visionary, as a person who has a vision, you need to understand from the ground roots, each and everything that you start, you won't get a response immediately. So uh, people must get to know you, people must get to know the business, people must come and taste the product that you're selling. At the end of the day, you don't demand support from the people. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And the people must come and test your product and then your product. Yes. Uh, it must be the, 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 the one which calls people to, to, to the business. But because you can realize if you're selling something whereby the taste it doesn't satisfy the client. So you can't expect someone on the next day to still come and buy the same product. Definitely. So you need to make sure that your product is good to whoever that you're selling to. Yes. So you mentioned you were selling about 10 chickens in the beginning. Less than 10 chickens. Less than 10 yes. chickens. So now it's actually March 2022. How many chickens a day are you selling? Okay, depending, uh, like, uh, it depends. Yes. So, you, you know, you have got your good days, you've got your bad days. But remember, month end and stuff, that's where you pick up. Yes. So between the 10th and the, between the 10th and the 20th, the business, it's, 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 it's low, it's just normal. But, you know, so people will get paid on the 15th they don't yes. buy so chickens. <laughs> not, I don't know, maybe there are not so many. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, it's, you can't Much even choice. actually have a, 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 a balance of it because sometimes it happens the whole month. But on a busy. good day, how many chickens would you sell? On a good day, you can sell 100 for now as we okay. still... Um, well, that's, that's an improvement compared yes. to less than 10 in the beginning. Yes. So what changes did you have to do to move from 10 to where you are now? Uh, I mean, I think business has picked up now. Yes. So what changes do you do? Was it marketing? What, what, um, what would okay. you say so, worked for you? Okay, I know like a lot of people in the area, especially uh, people who will be um, looking for places to rent, looking for houses and stuff as I deal in, uh, in proper, uh, with property. So the very same people in the properties uh, they become niche, uh, niche grill clients, and then the other clients they become the students who are residing uh, at niche grill. So this is how maybe we've been trying to get the market, and then until we dis we decide to start doing um, a, a deliveries around the area, as some of the people who are selling they are not doing deliveries. Mm. So people will just phone us, uh, will just call and then make their order and then we'll deliver. Still, remember for delivering petrol, it's expensive. Yes. You don't make a lot of money, but at that stage, it was not a matter of making money. It was Getting just a time uh, for us to introduce ourselves to, to the people. And then the response, it has been good. Um, we are, I think we just turned a year on the 1st of March. Oh, yes. Okay. Congratulations. Yes. Okay. And um, considering where you are now, uh, where do you want to see uh, the business, Nature Grill in particular, in the next uh, two years or so? 
in the next two years. Okay. Yes. For so five years or yeah. Okay. Like uh, what we're trying to do um, from where we started until today, um, we only have the the, the main goal. Uh, where do we want? Where, where we want to see ourselves? Um, how can I put this? Okay. We're trying to bring an upmarket kind of a setup into the location. However, uh, bringing the upmarket setup into the location, uh, it's not going to have an impact on the price uh, on 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 our prices. But the, the the main idea for us is to bring the upmarket people. They live uh, um, who who stayed in uh, around the area. They move and go to the upmarket areas, but we can bring those upmarket uh, kind of a setup into the location. So this is where we uh, we want to see ourselves in the near future. I can't really say in the next uh, uh, okay. two years, in the next five years, it will depend. If the grow, if the business grows faster, yes. maybe uh, we will okay. be able to initiate it. Uh, maybe earlier than five years. Oh, perfect, perfect. Uh, you know, one thing I've realized is the people who are actually staying in the suburbs, they miss the Kasi, the Kasi food as well, yes. the lifestyle and the food. Yes. Uh, I'm, staying in, um, I'm staying in the north now, mm -hmm. so there are times I actually want scop. Mm -hmm. I actually have to drive to Soweto most of yes. the time just to get scop, you know. Sometimes I want to go to Spathro, you know, you don't get that in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. So you actually have to go Kasi to get those things. Yes. By the way, for those who don't know what Kasi is, uh, that's actually a township. Kasi is a township. Okay, perfect. So, uh, and uh, what are you doing for marketing to market the Nash Grill? What are you doing for marketing? Okay, for now, uh, we use a social media platform. Okay. Um, mostly what, WhatsApp group. Uh, I mean, WhatsApp. Okay. Um, so what I normally do, I've got a lot of contact in my, on my uh, WhatsApp platform. Yes. So if I get someone inquiring about a property, inquiring about anything, I make sure that I save their contact. Whenever I save their contact, um, each and every time when I post my statuses, they are able to see. So I've got more than around 5,000 numbers oh, okay. um, in my cell phone. So I use uh, uh, that platform to market myself. And uh, the nice thing about it, most of the people who are on my uh, WhatsApp um, platform, they will repost the, the statuses. We get calls from the people uh, that we don't know as oh, well. Okay. Perfect. Because uh, I've actually posted your status as well. Yes. And someone was actually asking me about the place. Yes. So uh, something that might actually help you as well, uh, when Bindu launches the app, so you'll actually be able to actually post your uh, you'll be able to post your business there, Nech Grill, and you'll be able to actually maybe post the menu. You'll also have your location there, so people, they just get on the app, yes. and once they click location, they can actually to just uh, show them where the place is and they can just drive to your place. So you'll also be actually getting exposed to another market that you haven't yes. accessed yet. That, that's not on your WhatsApp list at the moment. Yes. But yes. not only WhatsApp, but we also do have um, Facebook page, Instagram. Instagram page, but the challenging thing about it sometimes, you know, it takes time for us to update that as well. So okay. it's something that we still have um, to work on as well. Okay, now hopefully the yes. app will be a solution yes, for that. Definitely, uh, uh, okay. it must be a solution. Perfect. <laughs> yes. So you mentioned uh, your wife lost her job. Uh, 
last year right uh, that was not last year before year. last i think it was yes it was a yes. year before last so how did the, how does that change the dynamic of the relationship you being a a family man and also being a businessman how do you actually manage the two what are the challenges that are faced there okay remember nech grill was not there by the time when she lost her job the only thing which was there it was nech property which is the property company that we run mm-hmm. so nech grill was not an ex- was not existing so as for nech properties it doesn't uh, 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 okay i wouldn't say i had much challenges because already it was uh, something which was in place and then it doesn't come as an extra effort to me because that that, that uh, i mean property becomes as a it's a passion to me yeah. so i don't have to take extra effort for that so yes but coming to nech grill i was still new as well in the in the uh, hospitality industry yeah. if i might put it so you know you get to that's a lot uh, of challenges because you lose money the wife is waiting for money at home mm-hmm. uh you you come today to the um to the side maybe you work 2000 3000 rand for someone who doesn't understand how the business flows uh okay 2000 rand for them it's a lot of money but actually you find that it's not a lot because that's a stock that's yes. whatever so it's something that she didn't understand at the time mm. that okay that money even if you can you can sell 2000 rand it doesn't mean that you have it's it's it, the expenses. money is enough for the business yes. so the only challenge that i that i had was okay you spend long hours away because you are on the side mm. and then so it means you wake up in the morning uh, try to make sure that um everything runs smooth yes and then at the end of the day i'm still working so it means whatever that needs to happen to the business side i need to make sure that it's prepared uh maybe for the whole week mm. uh being it saturday i make my preparation over saturdays and stuff and then it means for the whole week the business needs to run smooth okay perfect you just mentioned that you also have a 9 to 5 so how do you manage being an employee somewhere and still managing your business on the side how how was that starting natural while while you have to be at work as well yeah that. um that has never been um, a challenge uh, to me because okay there was someone who was hands on mm. like every day so the, i mean the guy that i've started with him it, it's someone who understood my vision it's something that we have been uh, busy planning around and then like it's someone that even when i was away i was sitting that everything will run smooth so i never had to stress much while i'm at work because there was someone uh, who was busy uh, looking after the business so you had to trust that person i guess yeah i've spent a lot of time with him i spend most of the time with him he understood my vision i understand him so it's someone that i can trust it's someone that i had to rely on okay. and um having to trust someone it, you know it's it's it, it, it's something that you cannot say you don't trust someone while there's nothing that you have seen mm. from the person but as long as that person understand the vision mm. we are good to go okay perfect and you know someone might actually be asking themselves uh why do you still have a 9 to 5 why don't you quit your 9 to 5 and you are 24 hours hands on 
on the on uh, match grill or your other businesses okay a turnover doesn't actually mean anything in business you can have a business that is making maybe around 1.5 million 2 million but what uh, i mean your, your net it's it's maybe 100,000 out of the millions that you're doing. And then remember, if you are to quit your job and rely on the business, saying for, for an example, you get 8,000 rand at your workplace. So it means this 8,000 rand that you are getting at work, it must be the 8,000 rand uh, uh, that the business now has to subsidize. So this is where most of the people fail in business because they look at the turnover and they think they've made it in life. But the best thing is to keep your, I mean, your job, monitor the business. When you think the business is doing well, that's when you can leave your job, go back and, 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 and work for your own business. But depending, we have got different preferences and then we've got different understanding. Because some of the people that they believe that um, you have to go and work on your own, that's when you will get your, 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 your structure or your setup right. Yeah. But as for me, uh, my dynamics, I would say they're different. And, and I cannot say someone who leave a job and go and work in his business is doing it wrong. No, I totally understand. I mean, it depends on, on yourself as a yes. person, what you're doing. I mean, you have bills to pay, I would assume. So, yes. you know, if without the job, you don't have those benefits and anymore. And then again, one other thing is depending on how did you start the business. You have loans that you have, you, you, you know, you have loans uh, that you had in order for you to start uh, the business. So if, remember, if you leave the job now, maybe you've got 10,000, 20,000 rand loans uh, that need repayments, and then the business is not doing well, you get to be blacklisted as well along the way. Yes. So keeping your job, sometimes it's also a supporting structure um, into the business. Definitely. But doesn't the business suffer there? It does suffer because at some point you would see, if I was there, this is what I would do. Yes. And it's, it, it does suffer. It does. Okay. Just go back to something that you mentioned earlier. So I'll keep going uh, in between questions here. You said that there was a time you wanted to actually quit when you started Natch Grill. Yes. Uh, not once, not twice. Yes. Uh, several times. Okay, why didn't you quit? I mean, I think quitting is like the easiest thing. Okay. It's the easiest thing to do. Uh, I think the hardest thing to do with business, I was having a conversation earlier with someone here. Yes. The hardest thing to do is to implement. Yes. Uh, we can walk out of here and find 50 people. All those people have ideas about what business they want to do. But mm. out of all those 50 people, maybe only one person will implement the idea and make it happen. Uh, yes, this one thing, um, you know, before you start business, you will have ideas, you will have your own projections, uh, maybe if I can sell so-and-so, uh, if I can sell so-and-so uh, uh, so quantity, um, uh, this is what I will do. But so there's two different things between an idea and, and, and the practical side of it. An idea, it's something where, you know, Okay, you're just visualizing uh, uh, things, uh, if I can put it, but the practicality part of it, that's a lot that happens. You lose money, mm -hmm. 
you have to you have to pay people so remember if this business you have this business for more than three months and then out of these three months you have never made any form of any profit mm. so you're just paying people so it means this business is not working for you mm. but for some other people they're benefiting <laughs> while you go home with nothing and why didn't you quit that yeah you know remember now you have infrastructure mm. you have you you have started so it's also hard to quit. It, it, it's not simple because now you are in the middle. You have started the business. The only thing that you must have, you know, you have hope that tomorrow will be a better day. Yes. And then at the end of the day, should I quit? If things works right, if things doesn't work. But the only way since when you have started, the only way is to go forward. True. So the reason why, the other reason why I didn't quit, so it means the other business has to suffer. I mean, um, uh, property. Yes, the property side has to suffer because all the money I've been trying by all means to make sure that Nature property can stand on its own until here. Yeah. yeah, but Nature Properties was actually also financing the other business as well. Nature Grill, I mean. Yes, Nature Property was the f was financing Nature Grill, but however. Nash property has its own loans and whatever mm. on the other side. So, you know, it, it has suffered at the birth of um, Nash Grill. Mm. So, yeah, quitting was never an option uh, for me because I've started, I've started, and then the other stuff that I have to do is just to try and find a way on how do we uh, get to understand the business. And something that has given me hope is that I didn't know much about... Um, the hospitality, hospitality uh, industry, how does it work? However, I've worked there, but I've never been an on an uh, operational Hands side on. where I would see how do they roll their finances and stuff. And then by then, when I'm the man in charge, now I'm able to see all these challenges. So I then told myself this year, it should be a learning, uh, it should just, I mean, it will just be a learning curve, then I'll get to understand the business. Whenever it goes down, it means I must also go down. Whenever things is right, and then I have to see as well as to, okay, how do I come up uh, with the next idea? What do I do? And then the other thing is to try and travel to places where they're running the same setup of the business, but it's not everyone who will tell you uh, the information. Definitely. Uh, and uh, you also mentioned you had um, you were actually competing with the guys who were actually selling on the street as well. They were also doing the same thing. Uh, do you still feel that they are your competition, considering that you actually want to bring an upmarket type of feel to the location, right? Mm -hmm. So do you still feel that you are competing with them at this moment in time? Because I think when you started, you felt that they were competition. Because people knew them, they knew their recipes, they knew how their chicken tasted, and no one knew how your chicken tasted. Do you still feel at this moment in no, time they are I still your competition? No, I don't still feel, because, okay, uh, okay, there have been a competition when we started. Uh, but my vision, and maybe their vision, it's, 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 it's too different. Remember, there's two types of businesses. There are some of the businesses where... Um, some people, they're just making a business, uh, just to make a living. They're just doing business just to make a living, yes. just for an example. So, but from our side, we're just trying to build a brand whereby um, 
for me, I don't see them as in competition because from my point of view, I think my competition is an upmarket uh, businesses. But for them, uh, I don't really see them much as a competition. However, they can still, uh, uh, it, it can still be a competition in the sense that should we the quality of our food, the food mm -hmm. that we serve drops, still people will still go back to the same uh, uh, type of a setup. Okay, perfect. Uh, just also touch back on something that you also mentioned. Uh, I think when your wife lost her job, you also had uh, kids, right? Were they yes. born at that moment? And uh, yeah. being um, the head of the family, uh, I'm asking this to actually touch on mental health. Uh, how was that stress on you, having to provide for the family, managing the business as well? Were you able to cope with that, uh, having thoughts about quitting? I mean, how was that time for you? How, how, was, that, how was it for you? How was your man mental health in that state? Yeah, it, it was quite challenging and yeah, it was, uh, you know... <laughs> Is the question too personal? No, it's not too <laughs> personal, but I'm just trying to get the context on how can I put it. Because remember, if you're a family, so we all had contribution, like, I mean, like, so remember, if she had loans, she did stuff that we need to pay. So there was just so much. So it means now as a standalone, trying to pick up the business and in the business, mm. um, it's still relying on your pocket as well so it was it, it was tough because you need to get everything paid the bills and stuff mm. they need to be paid so also the business has to suffer yeah because at the end of the day it's not if the business is not doing well and remember it was COVID, and back then uh, by then we were uh, doing student accommodation some of the students they will move out from the races you know they'll stay, stay at home, at home. Yes. you're only left with few students and then so it means it's a loss of income as well on the other side. Yes. So th would you say that was the most challenging time for you? Yeah, it was challenging, but you know what? It didn't last long and then until she, she get her job back mm -hmm. and then yeah, we then had to recover from, 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 from that. Okay. And uh, you know, someone might also ask, why do you put yourself through this? You have a nine to five job, so that pays you, but why do you still do business? Why do you still hustle? Why? You can just get your salary and you sort it. Why do you have to, 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 why do you have to work hard? Why do you have to have this business on the side? Um, you know, uh, uh, being an entrepreneur, it's like a calling. It, it, it's not something that you, 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 you know, um, uh, you wake up and say, uh, I want to be an entrepreneur. Uh, okay, however, it's something that, you know, it, it, it comes naturally. Uh, I don't know to some of the people, but to me, I think it's something that comes naturally. And then remember, if I don't work, where will I get the money to finance the business? Mm. Getting money to finance the business, it's, 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 it's difficult. So. If I can quit my job and say I need to run business, the business, it's not like the business, it's making money that would, um, it, the money is not sufficient enough for me to say, uh, I need to stop working, I need to stop this. Because at the end of the day, 
the business still has to run. So I'm the one, I, I would say I was financing, I'm still financing the business either way in order for the business to pick up. Maybe I will resign, I will decide to retire. Uh, uh, I don't know when, mm -hmm. but in the near future. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, I'm sure you have uh, associates and friends who are also doing business. Uh, so what would you say are some of the challenges that are facing black entrepreneurs? Uh, let's just say um, Vanani wants to start a, a business. What do you think are the main challenges in the location that uh, people are facing? I think it's, it, 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 it's finance, um, whereby there's a lot of people uh, who believe that starting a business you need, you need to get funding and uh, um, maybe from whatever in, um, mm. institution, but it's really difficult uh, for getting finance. But if, for an example, I'm working, so it means I need to start from whatever that I have. Mm. Um, and then the biggest problem that I've noticed about people who want to start a business, um, they want to start in the peak. Mm. The word start small, it doesn't exist to many people. Mm. Um, for an example, um, where, where I started, it was not simple, but someone would come today and see Nage as a brand, and then, but forgetting the 19 years old boy who was starting. Mm. So I think we need to learn to start small in business, and then until, you, you know, you need to learn to start small and grow with the business. You get to learn a lot of stuff mm. around the business, because you can't expect to be like Nando's, Today, because if you think of being like Nando's today, you know you need yeah. to have a reputation that you build before you get to that no, point. Definitely, I was actually having the same conversation with someone here, speaking that people need finance yes. to start their business. But then I was telling him that you know what, you don't actually, no one is just going to come and be like, okay, this is what you want to do. Then, then here's the money for here's the funding. So if you want to have your own ZZ2. You start by planting small little tomatoes in your backyard, you know, mm -hmm. you start small. I think mm -hmm. that's what I was also saying, mm -hmm. the same point I was saying that, you know, start with the little that you have, then you start building from the little that you have. You don't just start at the peak, mm -hmm. you start at the bottom. Yes, exactly, because everyone has an idea yes. uh, of whatever business they want to start and they believe in their idea, that the idea will work. But the institution, the finance side, uh, they won't just take your idea and, 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 and give you money because there's two different things. Business plan and the practical part of things is two different. Because a business plan is actually just a paper. It's just, I would just say it's just a motivation uh, for someone maybe who needs finance to a certain institution. Mm -hmm. But in reality, business plan sometimes it doesn't work. Okay, I don't know, maybe in my, in my space, I, I, I don't think business, uh, business plan it works because you get to, uh, to face the challenges uh, whereby um, whatever that you have stipulated in, in, in a business plan, but in reality it doesn't exist. So that's much more challenges in practical than on a theoretical part. A lot of people they study about business, you know, it, it's just a theoretical part, but the challenges of the business it also has to do with the mental uh, mm. uh, um, uh, aspect of it. Yeah, mental aspect of it. Because you just know business. Mm. 
that uh, no, I've studied about business, if I want to start business, these are my goals, these are, and goals and the reality is two different things. You will establish the business and things doesn't work the way how it's projected on the paper. Mm. Then you quit? Yes, then you quit. So it means you have failed. Mm. So that is why I say this thing, people need to learn to start small and then they need, you need to get to understand the type of business that you are going to. Somehow, like myself, when we start Nash Grill, I didn't have much of an idea. And it's really difficult to start a business where you don't have a mentor. You know, you have to figure things on your own. There's no one who is leading you. There's no one who is showing you a way on how do we do this. And then you get to employ some of the people who doesn't even understand your vision. People, you know, who is not even aligned uh, uh, with where uh, you want to go. Mm. So at the end of the day, yes, they are there. They are at work, they get their salaries and they go. At the end of the day, so you the one who is suffering because paying people, the business is not making money, at the end of the day, you have to search yourself, make sure that a business still, uh, I mean, it's still running. Mm. Yeah. So for someone who wants to start, you know, start with, uh, start small. So get to understand the business before you become big. True. Uh, you know what, you did mention something that I actually do agree with, that uh, entrepreneurship, it's a calling, right? Yes. It's a calling. I do believe that as well. But uh, with the high unemployment rate that we have in South Africa, I believe that uh, business is actually the way forward. More businesses can actually employ people uh, the government doesn't employ people, it just creates uh, an environment, mm -hmm. a favorable environment for entrepreneurs and investment. So on that point is, how do you think uh, government can actually make it easy or help people get into business? Let's just say someone maybe is, a bit, is not business minded, but maybe they want to get into business. So how do you think, what do you think can be done, not just by government, but by entrepreneurs or leaders or people in society, what do you think we can do to make people get into entrepreneurship? In the society? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, okay. Um, maybe you can try to rephrase your question. Okay. Uh, what can we do uh, government, us, you and me, people who are watching this, uh, but I'm actually talking about in the South African context, since we have a high unemployment, but what do you think that we can do to make people get into entrepreneurship? How can we help people get into business, start business or expand businesses? What do you think are the things that have to happen? Yeah, but I would say maybe expanding uh, businesses, uh, yeah. that one, uh, uh, Maybe that's where I can jump in, because you know, it's it, it's okay. Getting someone to start a business, also, I mean, that person must also be a someone who is also willing to start a business. Um, why I'm saying this? I've seen a lot of people. They've got ideas. They've got you know. I met a lot of lot of youngsters who want to start business. I met a lot of people who want to be in business. Mm -hmm. But um, even if you can give someone a support um, who is, you know, who doesn't have an entrepreneur 
um, mindset. It's still difficult, but maybe if um, putting in like maybe some institution around, maybe uh, like in the location, because mm -hmm. I always hear people talking about township economy, but most of the people who preach township economies, they've never been in the, uh, I mean, in the township. In, in the township. Yeah. So maybe if they can have maybe some sort of skills development, mm -hmm. developing youngsters, but I'm, I don't know. Okay. No. Uh, how maybe that will be? I mean, how the setup will be like? Okay. Maybe just to give you what I think about that, mm -hmm. I think uh, entrepreneurship should be should be taught from a young age. I'm talking about still in school. Yes. Uh, you've got uh, how old are your kids now? They're turning threes. Yeah. So imagine you start teaching them at that age, mm -hmm. whether they're uh, four, five. They start selling sweets, you know, something small, but just to get them in the mindset. I yes. just think that's... Yes, I think, yes, uh, yeah, th that way it would work because um, having, uh, having to inst uh, I mean, instill, instill uh, that mindset from the young star while they're still growing, it's simple than to get a grown-up man now to get to start business because it's very difficult for those. Yes. Because, you know... Most of them already, you know, they are on their recovery stage. But one other thing that I've noticed is when we were growing up, we were never taught anything about money. Mm. Um, the only thing that we were taught it was to work for money, but not the money working for us. Mm. So I think that growing up, this is where we need to start teaching our kids. Okay, this is how we need to um, uh, uh, make money work mm. for us. Maybe introducing them into the small business teaching them stuff, showing them if you're a business per, uh, 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 person or a business owner or whatever, you need to start teaching your kids from the childhood. Mm. Unlike teaching them when they're grown up, because having to, uh, uh, I mean, convert a grown up, sometimes it's difficult because now they've got their own, their own way of thinking. But if we teach them from the young age, okay. I think it's, 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 it's important. Definitely. And then they're expanding. How can, um, how can, how can we help expand businesses that are already existing? What do you think are some of the challenges that prevent businesses from expanding? Um, as I've said, uh, that what prevents businesses from expanding, especially Kasi. So you get a business that has been there for over five, uh, five years, mm -hmm. but still the setup, it's still the same. There's no growth, there's no changes, there's nothing. There's nothing that is happening in the business. And then you then learn to realize that these are, uh, I mean, a type of businesses where someone is just trying to make a living. And such kind of businesses, you can't even say, you know, you're building legacy for your kids. Because as time is changing, so it means the market is also changing. So, you know, whenever, as the time goes, some of the business, you need to now start building a brand. You know, you need to build a brand in your business build your business as a brand whereby now everyone from Tenbisa from all over will start uh, to know about your business so at least that will make you you know you will have a less marketing people can still market your business by the word of mouth yes. That's, uh, these days it's very simple social media mm. um, however people they tend Bindu to use app. social yes Bindu app yes so these are the platforms that I think we need to start using them. And then paying on an advert, it also helps. 
But if we don't change, and then if we decide to run our business the same way how our old and grandfathers used to run uh, uh, their businesses, times are changing. Yes. So we need to change with time. We, you know, we need to see as to, okay, what can I do here? You know, I think it, 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 it's where we're failing as, as people because we don't want to, we don't want to, 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 to um, we don't want to put money mm. in business because remember if you talk of an advert, so it means it's money. Yes. So, I mean, putting adverts, trying, um, maybe you see hosting some events and stuff. So, it, 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 it's actually good for your marketing mm. as well. Yes. Perfect. So you mentioned about money, uh, making money work for us. Uh, what was the worst money mistake that you've ever done? What's the uh, in your business? Is there any money mistakes that you've ever done? Yeah, I made loans several, a uh, couple of times, trying uh, uh, with a plan of starting a business, but I never. Uh, I mean, I. Uh, I didn't even use that money for business. You only find out that I've used money for, for a different reasons. As I've indicated, somewhere, somehow, you don't have a mentor. Mm. You don't have, you know, someone uh, who is uh, leading the way. So you go to the bank and they give you 100,000. You've never had 100,000 in mm. your, I mean, no, on I your hand. So. Should we call I blew it? No, not to feature really. you. I've never been into that point <laughs> where I would say, uh, um, I messed up mm -hmm. a lot. I was always focused though, but even if you're focused, there are, uh, I mean, like slightly mistakes mm -hmm. that you do yes. uh, along the way. There are some of the business, I've tried so many businesses, some of them they failed. Mm. Some of them, whenever they, I was not also consistent as well. Mm. But because whatever that I was trying to do, you know, I was trying to get money from many different businesses mm. in order to start a, 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 a property business. Yes. But so that was the challenge because some of the business, I didn't do them to, uh, um, uh, with a vision that I need to make this business grow. I would just check, okay, this is making money, this is quick cash, this is quick cash, and then whatever money that I get, I divert it into, uh, into property because mm -hmm. property is where I wanted to be. Okay. Nash Grill now, I've discovered uh, the Nash Grill side, yeah. Okay. And then this is the other portion that I want to... Okay. And what lessons have you learned uh, having started uh, Photolingo Nash Properties and Nash Grill? What lessons have you learned that, let's say, let's say I'm coming to you and I want to start a business. What are the, excuse me, what are the lessons that you would teach me? What are the f most important things that you would teach me as a young person who wants to get into business? Yeah. Don't be too excited about the turnover because the turnover in business doesn't mean anything. Uh, in most cases um, where we fail, when you start business, remember you will have the idea. Sometimes the idea immediately, it just goes um, mm. to the peak. And then you will think that you've, you have made it. At the end of the day, uh, you know what, business is like a graph. It goes mm. down someone, it will be low in the middle. At some point, it will be on, uh, you know, it will be on the zero. It will be, you, you mm. will sometimes go back to the starting point. So 
what I'll tell someone who wants to start business, if you discover, uh, I mean, the business that you want to do, you need to learn, uh, you know, to be patient with it. Don't be too excited about the the uh, the turnover. Keep reinvesting into your business. Keep reinvesting in order for you, um, um, you know, to to make sure that you can sustain the business even if things, uh, I mean, even if the graph can go on its lowest. Because most of the people will get too excited about the turnover and then you think now you can afford uh, driving uh, Mercedes-Benz, you can afford driving V-classes. Yes, you will qualify, but at the end of the day, the business side is going to suffer. So mm -hmm. this is how most of the people fail in business because when they think they've made it, fancy life also comes in. So you need to be, you know, uh, grounded. grounded until you know that you, um, your business is doing well. Okay, perfect. Have you, you mentioned that when you began, you didn't have mentorship. So have you, have you mentored anyone? Many. I cannot just mention names, but uh, yeah, like most of the people who come to, you know, uh, who came uh, into my life, friends and many, yes. That, you know, I can, I, I can mention a lot. Mm. So it's not 10, it's not less than five, it's not less than 10. So that's many people that I've mentored. And yes, the business are doing well. Okay, that's great stuff. That's great stuff. Uh, the Natch Properties, uh, you actually specializing in, uh, what is this thing called? Uh, student accommodation, right? Yes. So I understand in COVID, that's when... Um, it was on its lowest. Yeah, because uh, students were, were, were studying from home. Yes. So they didn't actually have to come and stay with you. Yes. Yes. So uh, I, um, I, I know property is actually your most favorite business, unless yes. things have changed no. now. Uh, it, it, okay. it is. Okay. It is. Okay. What would you advise someone who wants to actually get into property? Because one thing is uh, when, when someone has money, let's just say people have a lump sum, or people are like, okay, I just won the lottery or whatever, or I want to start a business, people are just told to actually go buy property. And so they'll just say, go buy property. They don't tell you where to go buy it. They don't tell you how it should be, you know, how many rooms it should be. They don't tell you about levies. They don't tell you about all these other costs that come with the property. So what advice would you give to someone who wants to go and start a property business? Uh, so for someone who wants to start property business, so it means they need to identify the area or they need to start doing a market research about the area. Mm -hmm. um, you cannot just go and build um, somewhere where you don't even know the market and then who are your target market into the area because yes you can have a lot of money and then you can go and build a, 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 a million mm -hmm. um, kind of a house but still it doesn't generate anything for you and then before you start building you need to check how much do I want from whatever that I'm going to build and then how do you get to that so it means you need to check the I mean the area as to okay how much are their rentals, um, how much, um, I, I, I mean, uh, how, the distance of the malls. Mm. Uh, maybe you need to check the people that you're targeting, in, in, I mean, in the area, whether you're targeting work, working class, student, 
oh, what are you targeting? But if you're targeting student, and if you're in, in an area where you're targeting working class, so you need to find yourself, um, you need to do a homework, build a setup where you will be comfortable um, as well. I mean, to stay. don't just build a room whereby, you know, uh, you know, castle uh, rooms, how they used to be. Uh, the back. Yeah, yeah. they'll just build in a standard back room for 700 rand and stuff. But so you need to identify what kind of a setup are you willing to, um, to build? Because yes, in most cases, people, they think buying a house in mid-rent, uh, which worth 2.5 million, and then yeah, they rent it out, it's, it's an investment. Okay, that house, it will, it will worth uh, maybe um, 2.5 million, but... Um, how much is it banking? How much, is it, how much are you banking from that house? If you're not banking anything and then that house is searching you, I wouldn't really call that an investment. So you need to build a setup which will also give you a profit at the end of the day. Definitely. Okay. Uh, were there any mistakes you made when you got in property? Yeah, okay. I've started property back in 2009. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I kept on, you know, I remember I had loan I wanted to build. I didn't build with that loan. <laughs> what did you do with it? Which car did you buy? You know what? I messed up with the money. I bought myself a car. I didn't, I didn't do anything. Mm. But um, at the end of the day, the dream was mm. still there. And, you know, Failing has always, uh, you know, taught me that because I had to suffer mm. uh, uh, paying the loan, of which the reason for me um, to do the loan was, to, uh, was to do business. But I didn't do business. Mm. I was still young, I was still growing, uh, I mean, growing up. Yeah, I've made mistakes and then I've learned from my mistakes. So the only thing that I can do is to try to prevent from, uh, I mean, from the person who wants to start uh, such kind of a setup, mm. not to go the route uh, that so I've So you been. need to be focused with your money. You yes. need to know when you see that SMS notification and you've got the money in your account. Yeah, remember you money gives you ideas. Mm. Yeah, you know, the moment you get that notification, you know, mm. the ideas will be planted. In yes, funny enough, you know, uh, before people have money, they're saying, when I get money, I'm going to do this and this and this business. Yeah, you but once the money is inside the bank account, it's like all those ideas are gone. Yeah, you'll always have ideas. You know, when you're broke, you have enough time to plan. Mm. But the moment you have money, uh, you don't have time to plan. So it means it's time for you to spend that money. Yeah. Which I think is actually a challenge that a lot of people are getting into. I mean, everyone has a plan. I believe everyone has a plan, they have something that they want to do, a business idea or something, you know, but uh, people don't end up doing that when they get the opportunity yes, to do it. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So, and the other stuff with, uh, uh, with money, um, what you, 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 you would realize is um, you can still make a mistake even if you are a business orientated type of a person because mm. you will think you have enough money um, um, to build whatever that you want to do or to establish the business that you want to do. Mm. But immediately when you jump in, because most of the people, they, do, they don't do um, market research about the business that they want to do. 
you will only realize that ah property it's 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 is is doing well and then you jump into the property you don't you don't even have a knowledge you don't even have an idea or on how um things works and then immediately when you're there it's that that's then when you get to discover that it's not easy while it's easy because you don't have someone you don't have um a guidance because for me it took me so many years but for people who are coming after me it's taking them 6 months 7 months and and, mm. and other stuff because i've worked with so many people and then we've built like a lot of um properties i mean around uh, around the area and it's working well so somehow somehow i would say it's a framework you get a mentor you know mentorship it works but i i i never thought it works but for the people that have been mentoring it has been working okay yes. perfect are you happy with uh, what if someone wants you to mentor them how can they get hold of you are you well we won't give away your details here but uh, is there any way people can contact you that you are happy with i'll put uh, the information on uh, below on youtube yeah they can contact me anyone who is willing um, they can contact me uh, okay. if they are interested maybe in starting property yes we can give them the guideline and show them how do we do uh, how, i mean how do we get things together okay. and then yeah perfect have, have you ever found a mentor did anyone ever mentor you or you had I to learn the hard way i think I've, i've never had a mentor okay. in I my life start. so i can I've be a mentor <laughs> <laughs> so i've never i never had anyone who was um mm-hmm. guiding me through and yeah so that was the hardest uh a uh, uh, part that i i had to go through mm-hmm. but you know also i think it was a nice thing not to have a mentor but if i would had a, if i had a mentor maybe i would be far by now mm. but the good part about it i got to learn more than maybe what i would have uh, i mean learned i got to fail on my own i had to pick up myself up mm. again so yes the only person uh, who was my mentor it was myself because mm. i had to fail and pick up myself fail again and pick up myself up Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing that I needed maybe the my family the support that they gave me whenever I'm failing you know mm-hmm. they've always been there and then whenever I go wrong maybe uh, even though they didn't understand the vision at the time because sometimes you preach stuff to people mm. and then you know um uh, <clears throat> they would never understand it's more like if someone will tell you that property it's he doesn't understand property because i remember i've once met mm. um someone who was working um at the bank so we've been busy um talking about property was like no man um it's a it's a it's a long term mm. investment yes many say it's a long term investment but depending on how do you roll i mean um uh, how, how do you roll your game so I would say for me it's not a long term investment because we are still be able to build and still make a profit from the way it go and still make the property have to pay I mean its own bills and okay. and other stuff uh, on on family uh when you started off in 2009 uh were you dating your wife then or yes what? Okay did she understand from the get go No she didn't even have an idea much because this is something you know I kept on build because okay it was confusing because 
I've done a lot of stuff, so she wouldn't clearly know. Okay, property, it's it's it's, it's the main business that I want because I've been doing photography mm. by then. You know, I've been I've been doing quite a lot of stuff, so printing, mm. t-shirts, many ma many stuff. So she didn't know like that the property. Um, was uh, something that I always wanted, but property it's, it, uh, from from a long way back. It's something that I've always wanted to do. But yes, I had to do many other business because financing property it's 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 you know it's 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 not um, something simple because you because you need um, a large amount of money. Okay, and uh, um, okay, let's say I'm I'm, I'm a young man. I've got a girlfriend and I want to go into business. So that is going to affect my relationships because I'm hustling. I do not have time for the relationship or I'm all over the place. You know, I have to be somewhere doing something, you know, suppliers, everything. Uh, what advice would you give me about how do I maintain that balance, relationship and uh, entrepreneurship? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, time is the most um, important thing in our life and in, if we don't make time, we'll never have it. So you can actually make time, but sometimes the business will demand you more mm. than being at home with the family. But whenever you have time, spend time with your family. But I tell you, uh, the, depending on the nature of the business, it will demand you. In most cases, uh, you know, you will spend most of your time in the streets because that's where you get to share information, that's where you get to share ideas, mingling with friends. And then obviously your uh, girlfriend or your wife, sometimes they won't even understand that aspect that, you know, um, mingling, that, you know, that's where you mm. get your, uh, I mean, that's where you get your, uh, the information. Just for them, uh, you need to spend time at home, Mm. with the family and yeah you don't have time for them yes they will always complain okay but whenever you have time yeah make time okay have you, did you have those challenges as well where you are not at home most of the time yes i had uh, i had that um, most of my time yes and mm. you know i had such complaints but until if you want to uh, maybe to 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 try and <clears throat> and and uh, walk away from such setup, introduce her to the business, mm. show her how things work, make her understand the, the the type of business that you I mean you're running, because at the end of the day you'll be away, but she won't get to understand. Mm. So if you involve them. In, in, I mean, in whatever business that you are doing, maybe that's where they'll get to understand. Yes, I've never been home most of the time. I remember the time I was doing photography? Mm -hmm. Okay, I will be shooting at the stadium. Um, PSL games. PSL yeah. games. I'll come home 12 o'clock. Because I remember after the game, it's, um, uh, it's, press con it's, 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 it's press conference. Sometimes you get to attend such. So, Obviously, you come back home late. Yes. When you get home, yeah, it's a problem. You're always away. You don't get time to spend at home. And, you know, by then you're trying to hustle. You're trying mm. to make means in order to subsidize uh, whatever vision mm. you have. So it's, it's, 
it's really difficult to convince uh, someone until you convince them and say, you know what, this is what I've been trying to do. But mm. before that thing is achieved, while you're busy failing, trying and failing and trying and failing, they'll never get to understand that. Mm. But somewhere, somehow, there are, some, there are types of businesses that you will then introduce them. Mm. Like, for an example, Nedge Grill. Then I had to, you know, try, and try to uh, push it to her so that she can now start running that. Yeah, mm. that's when she will actually realize that, no, the way how she used to see things, the way how she used to project the, I mean, the turnover over and the stuff, it's not actually um, the way how uh, the setup is because there's a lot of work in there. Mm. You get tired, you get frustrated when you get home, you know, you get more frustration about them, they will be trying to, yeah, you never spend time at home. Yes, they've got the right to do that because they don't have an understanding mm. of the type of a setup mm. that you're trying to. Mm. Uh, Talking about introducing your wife to the business, uh, is it at a point where you, if, um, if you are not available, uh, you can hand her the business and should be able to manage it. Let's just say you are not around for a month or a week, would she be able to manage that business? Because uh, one thing that we see with uh, businesses uh, with Africans, uh, I'm not going to generalize, but some of them, once uh, the founder or the main person who was in charge is no longer there, mm -hmm. the business crumbles. Yeah. Our businesses are not generational, some of yeah. them. So this is something that we keep on talking about because this is, I mean, you know, um, this is the topic that I try, I mean, um, to have every time when I'm at home, that you know what, one day I won't be available and my fear is, will you still be able mm. to run with this because remember if you're a visionary you the only person who have an idea you don't need a play as you know if, if you're a visionary you don't even have to write a business plan you don't need any form of proposal because you know you have ideas you mm. you know you the founder you mm. know all the directions you know where you want to be but introducing her to the business you know you're trying to uplift remember you have kids mm. so if you want your business to be um, generational, so mm. it means um, if you wake up, um, maybe on the next day that, okay, you don't, you know, you're no, you, you, you're no more. Mm. There, the people who are remaining, they must be able uh, mm. to run the business, even if you're no longer there. So this is something, my reason for introducing her, it's me trying, you know what, to uplift her, trying to, um, to build, I mean, a, um, a generational um, um, a business. Yes. So the vision, it should, it shouldn't um, just end with me. But you know what? I'm trying to spread the vision yeah. in the family. Uh, does that mean the kids as well? Definitely. Okay. So what are you doing to introduce them to the business, or maybe you know to foster that business mindset? In um, I think for them, for now, they're still young, but I mean, you know, as they grow, you know, um, um, I think, uh, I mean, the environment that we grow in, it also determines uh, the way how we think and then the way how we see things. But um, if you're growing in a business where, you know what, as they grow up, you now start, you know, 
someone can still be running something. You know, you teach them like how to to run these businesses. However, kids will always be kids, but you need to be in that level whereby you know, just randomly, you know, mm. don't just force it, but just try, you know, show them. So they will be working with you during school holidays and all that stuff. Yes. That thing, those yes. Things. Okay. But remember, kids will always be kids. Sometimes when you're young, you won't understand why this guy. Mm. So now I have to be here. Now I have to be traveling with him, yes. checking the property. So sometimes kids won't be interested in such mm. because they're still young, they don't understand. Do you want them to be interested though? Do you want them to follow your footsteps, go into entrepreneurship? Yeah, remember, um, they might decide to do something different from what I'm doing. Uh, but that um, doesn't give me, a, you know, a boundary. I'll try my luck mm. and then, yes, I want them to be entrepreneurs and like, okay, they need to become maybe twice or ten times bigger mm. than I can be. However, okay, they can still work, you know, encourage them to go to school, they can do all this other stuff, but teach them the business. You know, you don't have to... Um, um, maybe to let them focus on one thing because remember how many years did we go to school? We've been to school for so many years. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that, that, that happens, you, you, you matriculate after matriculating, you go to university, you get a job. After getting a job, that's when maybe you qualify to buy a house on a bonded and, 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 and stuff. So, you know, I'm trying to run away. Um, from that setup. So, you know, if you teach them as they're growing up, mm -hmm. school, it's school, it helps you, it mm. opens up your mind. Yes. But, you know, there are some of the, 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 you know, we don't have to use the same, uh, I mean, direction in life. Mm. Someone can still go to school and still come back and run business. Mm. Because education, education, you know, it must be a backup. Uh, that's what I would say. But if they can still follow my footsteps, I'll be more than um, happy. Okay. But if they can't, we've got different visions in okay. life. Perfect. So, if uh, they actually... Okay. Okay, regardless of whether they want to actually go into business or not, what... You didn't have a mentor, right? Yes. What money lessons would you give them? How would you raise them? Uh, are there ways... Have you thought about ways how you will teach them to save money or how to deal with money so they don't make the same mistakes that you did? Make them, you know, you know, yes, you, th th this is something that you can implement. You can open up the account for them, give them money. Each and every time you always tell them, okay, you don't come to me for money. Mm -hmm. Whatever money that you can give them, they need to start saving uh, mm -hmm. money on their own. If they want something, they must be able to buy stuff on their mm -hmm. own. If they need something, you know, you try and create that, but make sure that you monitor yes. their account and see how are they spending their money. Because, okay. you know, money sometimes can always be a problem, as I've indicated that, you know, money gives you an idea. Mm. So, you know, it's something that you can, you know, yes. monitor. I'll also try to find a way, maybe how can I uh, uh, work it around, but... Mm. For now, I don't have, I mean, the actual idea on how I, can I teach them about money. But it's something that you want to do, right? I, I believe it's important. It's important. It's something that I'll, I'll, I'll definitely do. Okay. No. Yeah, because I was actually thinking about the same thing. 
and I'm actually thinking like um, when my daughter grows up, if I could, uh, you know, basically the same thing that you're talking about, give her money. So let's just say maybe she needs like five rand to go to school, uh, to eat at school. Well, that, that's a little money, but let's just for an example, let's just say she needs five for whatever she needs to eat at school. So I give her 10 and I see, okay, is she going to spend the whole 10 or is she going to actually just use the five and then save the other five? So that's the idea that I actually have as well with teaching the young ones about money. You know, that's actually one of the ideas that I also have about teaching the other ones about yes, money. Yes, exactly. That will definitely work because that's where you get to monitor how is their spendings, how is their, um, um, how are they using their money for, what, what, I mean, what, what are they using it for? Because the biggest mistake that we have, if you look at the show, I blew it. Mm -hmm. Remember these people, they've, you know, you are not used to money. And mm. if you are not used to money, everything is possible. Mm. You get 17 million rand, you blow it in two years. Mm. Because you know you don't have any you, you know you don't have an idea. Mm. You think fifteen million or whatever million is a lot of money, but yet the same amount can still buy one item. Mm. Are you talking about the calendar? No, uh, uh, the last one is calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so much. I'm not much into cars, but I'm just giving a, an example that you know what, 17 million can still buy something. Remember yes. when we grew up, we used to think, ah, oh, if I have one million, I can even quit. You know, you can eat, you can eat yeah. one million until you die. Yeah. But look at the value of money; it it drops every yeah. time. Um, if you look at people who bought properties long back, 92, they're paying 700 rand mm. on their bond. But you go and buy the very same property, you pay 7,000 rand today. Mm. So that is why I see, you see, money, you know, we need financial education Definitely. as black people. And then this is where most of us are failing. Definitely. We are not used to uh, Definitely. To that. And did you have to teach yourself about financial management via making mistakes? Because I believe uh, the thing with money is sometimes you need to make mistakes first. So you can look back and go like, I shouldn't have done that and that. I've made a lot of mistakes, I can yeah. tell you. And then I've learned, uh, you know, I get to discover things on my own. I got blacklisted at some point, you know. Mm. I messed up in life. I mean, financially. What were you doing, Adolf? Um, you know, you know, you don't get to see. Remember some of the times you get to be into debt, sometimes mm. you are unable to pay that. Mm. But you know, if they say, no, can we give you 5,000 rand loan? Yes. Can I mm. give you this? Yes. Or you just take, because yeah, you qualify. Because you, you qualify. Just... But what are you doing with that money at mm. that point? You know, it's something that, because you know, you just want to see money yes. into your account. And then, you know, that's where we fail. And then, so this is the very same mistake that, you know, we need to teach the young ones. I um, mean, uh, not to go uh, mm. the same route. Mm. Because, you know, you, 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 know, you learn um, the difficult way. Mm. And then, should you allow that to happen, so it means it will be a generational... <laughs> <laughs> It will be a general, generational disease yeah. where we go the same route. Yeah. And then that, 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 that's the reason why it takes time, you know, uh, for us to mm. grow. 
most of the people who were supposed to be far, but mm. we are not where we, are, we were supposed to be mm. because of, I mean, uh, the very same problem of not having a mentor. You know, you, you need someone who have traveled uh, the, the journey. Mm. At least they know mm. the do's and the don'ts. You know, even if you can't be so perfect, but at least you will know at which direction am I traveling to mm. or at which direction am I going. But if you're just working on your own, yeah, it's very simple just to, you know, short left, yeah. short right, and mm, so forth. Sure. Uh, but I think the good thing is once you made those mistakes, you're able to pull yourself out of that mess. Yeah, remember the vision. Mm. It was always there. And the focus was always there. However, um, you know, after you have made that mistake, you come back and realize, oh, with so much money, I would have done this. I would have mm. done this. You know, this is where now you try, uh, uh, you know, this is where you come back to reality and then this is how you know you get to learn next time I'm not supposed I'm not gonna do this next time I'm not gonna uh, do this and then yet which is the reason why um, I prefer to spend much time with the youngsters because mm. already those are the right people you know mm. uh, I mean uh, to work with you know those are the right people you know to 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 convert you know those are the right people you know you can change their mindset you know you can change the way how they see things you can change um the way how they see a, a business because i always get the very same question i mm know -hmm. oh, man why are you not driving a so-and-so car mm -hmm. why are you still working why are you still mm -hmm. um, um uh, maybe not having a fancy house where mm -hmm. you stay but you know you need to you know you need to tell them reality because um, what I've noticed uh, with many people who are in business, you know, they don't tell you much of the background. You know, mm. they'll tell you nice. You only see the Instagram know. pictures. Yeah. It's not always green mm. on the other side. It might be green like um, in front of the people, but when you go back to sleep, mm. you know, the reality kicks in. So. Um, yes, when you're trying to encourage someone, um, also try to show them um, the negative part of mm. doing things. Because if you're making business now, saying your turnover is 100,000 rand, you've got 20,000 profit every year. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, okay, yeah, your profit is 20,000 rand. Maybe saying monthly, you're mm -hmm. getting 20,000 rand uh, monthly as a profit. Mm -hmm. But remember that 20,000, um, it is a business profit, mm -hmm. yes. But if you try to change the lifestyle, so it means you're going to affect the business. So if the profit, if the profit is 20,000 rand and then yet you stop working, mm -hmm. and then now you need to rely on the business side, you need to make sure that whatever that you're going to do in business, it's still going to, you know, it's going to maximize. Uh, the profit. For an example, if I'm running property, mm -hmm. even if I can stop working, okay, the only thing it's that I can do is to start searching up uh, uh, the new, maybe the new places where I can buy, where I can do stuff. But at the end of the day, how do I buy now? I don't have a salary. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Mr. Adolf, uh, it's been uh, quite an informative interview. Uh, just on the last question, 
we're going to get to the last question now. The last question is, what are you doing as an individual to make your community a better place? Or what do you feel that you're doing to make the world a better place, actually? Okay, currently what uh, uh, we have done so far, we have managed to employ about um, um, six people at Nudge Grill and then together with um, Nudge Property. And then also we all we also are mentoring um, people who are interested um, to start um, a property business. And then yes, we have mentored uh, maybe I would say more than ten people. And then their property they've got they are now uh, having properties that are running. And the with the vision that um, they will also uh, share the the, um, the knowledge with everyone who is also willing uh, to venture into property. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Nechukwe. It's been a very informative interview. Thank you for joining us. Uh, please uh, subscribe to the channel. I'll have uh, his details below, uh, uh, social media links to his, uh, to Nech Grill, uh, and also how to contact him if you want information. Uh, thanks for watching. See you next time. Courage.